Hey, 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 Brandon Beliso here. You live in your best life. Welcome. It's Success Never Sleeps on Friday, September 2nd. Can you believe that? 2022 this year is just moving. It's moving. And as we move through it, I do so always with a sense of deep gratitude. Um, I was talking to somebody at length about that today, you know. And, and the big thing I understand is that as long as I'm living a good life, and one defined by me based upon my own core values, based upon being very centered and balanced. Then when we go through challenges, we don't, you know, go down that rabbit hole. I was talking to a school owner who said he's being punished, right? Because his numbers are up and down. He says he's being punished. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. That type of mindset is not something I would encourage, facilitate. You know, it's, it's, part of being an entrepreneur. It's part of being a small business owner. You will have ups, you will have downs. And it's what you do with those downs and the data that you use and the pivot and the adaption and the shifts that you go through that one manages your your, your stress level, right? It's very stressful being a small business owner. It's not an easy day. And if you really trust yourself and you know that you're, you're a balanced human being, you are going to make better choices in everything that you do. And that's powerful. You know, we're remodeling uh, the schools this weekend, getting some of the work done, not all of it. And I'm going to tell you why. But I've had to pivot maybe a dozen times in the past couple of days. And it's just the way it is, right? And you always look at in business, what is the best case scenario and what is the worst case scenario? And worst case is not a bad thing. So case in point. We may not get the pony wall built in time and the desk and the extra cabinet because they're custom. So I said at the minimum, get down the floor, get down the mats and get the new benches in. And we can run that way because the school's closed from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. daily. And so that took a lot of pressure off the contractor. And ironically, he pivoted even harder to want to meet these deadlines. And now he's saying, well, I believe by the time you open back up on September 12th, you're going to have a pony wall, the mirrors, the mats and and the flooring and benches. And it's a good day. See, but the thing is, there's so much as a small business owner, I want to tell you, you are not in control of. And if you can embrace that and be cool with that, everything can change. Cool? Let me say hi to some of my friends coming aboard. Roy, my buddy Roy, all the way from Florida. Bob Poole, what's happening? Sir Ashton, as you come aboard, say hello. We love to know who's hanging out with us. Can you share this, please? If you're here and you have the ability to share this, share this with as many people as you can. Jason Smith from Chipley, Florida, believe martial arts and the ability to believe, I think, is the difference. We don't want people to buy into our culture. We don't want them to buy into our purpose. We want them to believe in it. And that takes on a whole nother level, right? A whole nother level. So let me thank all my sponsors. Hmm. We'll begin with Market Muscles, of course, my good friend Stephen Reinstein and the gang out there. You know, Stephen's got a good heart. He's a good soul. You know, I'm an early adopter. Everybody knows that. I was referring to Stephen when he first came out. I didn't even know Stephen, but I saw the writing on the wall. And I'm very big on that. I'm an early adopter, as I was with my studio. I see, but I understand technology and I knew that my studio would go through a lot of growing pains and they continue to this day, but that will always be an earmark of a great software company is that they're constantly improving because that's simply the way technology rolls. That's why technology is so volatile. We know every time our internet goes down or someone's account is hacked into, or, you know, it happens every day. So as much as I think what comes to that because technology moves so quickly is why it's so volatile and why at moments it can be very unstable. 
right? Because it's moving so fast. And then, of course, kids love life skills, tried and true. Uh, something came up on my newsfeed today, and it was me doing a life skills talk at a kindergarten school. And I was doing the focus life talk. And the tremendous value that adds, it goes way beyond kicking and punching and bully awareness and all the rest. So if you, if you haven't made a commitment, make that commitment to life skills education, because if you move through this next part of life, which is a recession, I mean, I don't care what anybody wants to tell me, we are in a recession. I believe that right now. And here we're in California, right? California has money. If California was its own country, it had the fifth largest economy in the world. Think about that. And even with that said, we're beginning to feel it here. Facebook has froze hiring. Uh, I think they're starting to lay people off. Bed, Bath & Beyond, 20% of their workforce just got laid off and they're closing a bunch of stores. So I think we need to be mindful of that. There might be small pockets throughout the country that are doing well, but unless we position our schools as an investment for people, right? Instead of an extracurricular activity, we're always going to get the short end of the stick. Up, oh, soccer's here, and I'm going to put my membership on hold real quick. Oh, you know, it's basketball season, on and on and on. So I believe it's in our every thought, word, and action. We need to say things like, this is your tuition investment. Yeah, I got that second word from Liam. I was talking to one of my clients in, in England of Excel Martial Arts, and they went a step further. Instead of calling it in tuition plans, which we did, he calls it your tuition investment. I like that even more, right? Pretty cool. Don O'Neill, what's happening, Don, my friend? Succeed Martial Arts. Conrad from Respect Martial Arts in Southern Cal. Yeah, I love it. As you come aboard, say hello. And then, of course, LC Accounting. And I just got off the phone with my sister, and, and it is. She looks at me sometimes, and it's a juggling act. And as we move into this remodel, I believe timing is important. We know building supplies are expensive. Contractors are expensive, right? So right now, as we're faced with this recession, why am I doing this remodel? Why? Because we are going to be the haven. We're going to be that place that people go to, right? And they want to be there and they really need to be there. And just like the pandemic, virtually, you know, when we had 750 people online with us, it's the same thing. So it's not the full remodel. So that was my compromise. And, and of course, I have several lines of credit I can pull that money from. So we're not disrupting our cash flow. So, but we're going to do some of it and it's going to look really good and give a nice little kick in the pants in San Francisco that is much needed aesthetically, as well as give us new mats in Millbrae. So, you know, I'm grateful nonetheless. The point is a little bit of something's better than a whole lot of nothing. And the fact we'll be in Hawaii, TJ's getting married. That's a huge milestone. We're closing the schools for a week. We're able to do that on and on, on and on. But there were many moving parts, such as makeup classes. I did makeup classes last Friday in Millbrae, which we normally don't have classes. I'm doing them tonight and tomorrow. We're normally closed Labor Day weekend. We're going to be open on Saturday. So my wife said that no cotton candy, none of that on Saturday. We'll only do it on Sunday. Thumbs up, babe. I'm cool with that. So it's really that type of, of ability to shift in everything that you do that allows you that, that allows you that. And that's why I'm a huge advocate of the next person coming aboard to hang out. Zach was with me last week and Zach's here again this week because I, I really believe in empowerment and you as a small school owner, I don't believe you should spending, be spending 700 to a thousand dollars a month on, on, on some digital marketer. I believe the more you learn to tell the story yourself, 
then the better you're going to be at communicating that to your team, at your website, in any print that you do, in a social media post. You are the storyteller. You are the architect. And if with a gimbal, right, the thing you put your cell phone on to stabilize it and some decent software, some of these apps and being very clear on what your why. I mean, Jason's done a great job at that, believe martial arts. Marco's doing that. But at least I have some parameters. Live your best life. Awesome. Awesome. You know, kids who are physically fit are living their best life at one martial arts. The ability to pay attention, which means to focus, helps kids get better grade and live their best life, right? I can always take that, live your best life, and reapply it to any social media, anything we're doing. And that's important because once you know that why, you live, teach, and preach it. Cool. So right, I want to bring Zach on. I'm not sure what app or we're going to pick it up. Last week, we left it off at the Meta Business Suite. What's up, Zach? Are you there? I see you, but I can't hear you. Zach's looking at something there. And while Zach's doing that, I want to remind you guys, we just released the sign up for It's Time Live Balance. April 15th through 18th, right here in San Francisco, California. Put the link in there if you can, Marco. We have the page all set up at brandonblisa.com. It's only 20 school owners, only 20, but it's four days of the most intensive work you will ever do personally, professionally, emotionally, spiritually, psychologically. Take your pick because I am a cultivator. Every day I wake up emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, and financially, I am investing and cultivating my life. Cool. Are you there, Zach? He's still looking at something. Let him figure that out. Marco, see what you can do to help him. So I just heard you, Zach. I can hear you put moving things around on that end. So, you know, you watch me at social media. I think the big thing that has earned me the following I have, and it's very um, unique to the martial arts industry today, but as we begin to expand that, is you know I'm consistent. My message is consistent. My look is consistent. Everything's black and white, right? With with the logo. Everything I do, if you look, people associate that look with Brandon Beliso. And that's important for me, right? When you look at my stuff, it says that. So the look, the feel. Remember, people are stimulated by sight, sound, smell, even the fonts that we use are very consistent. So I want you to be mindful that I'm challenged when I see a school owner do this thing. They're doing a community event, right? And there they are. They were with their cotton candy machine or whatever. And then the very next video is somebody with smoke and it's highly produced. The chick's moving in slow motion, punching a bag. And, you know, this is our fitness kickboxing program. There's a huge disconnect. Mm -hmm. There's a huge, huge disconnect. So are you able to hear me, sir? There you are, Zach. Hi, I can hear you. Fantastic. It was connected to the wrong microphone, but yeah. I think and if you can turn that up in any way, that would be useful because you're a little bit back. There a little quiet me. right now? Yeah, you're a little quiet. Okay, let me see here. Hmm. Um, I want you to think about that. If you go back over the last 20 social media posts you have, are they consistent in look and feel and everything that you do? You know, I think another huge inconsistency I see in everybody's social media are the images that you take right? They're very inconsistent. And the composition, it's like there's no composition. Somebody posted something having fun and it's a big empty parking lot, two people facing each other. <laughs> it looks like they're standing at attention. I'm going, that is no composition no. whatsoever, right? right? Right. All right. So Zach's here, folks. We got Zach on. This is Zach Conley. What's happening, sir? How are you today? I'm good. How are you? 
Cool. So where do you want to pick it up from last week? Um, so here I'm going to share my screen. But we, last time we were we left off um, kind of finishing up running an ad. So running yep. a simple ad. So yep. we're, we're going to pick up from there. So I'm just going to share my screen. And see here. Share. Okay. So next step. So if anybody followed along last week, if anyone set up an ad, um, if you've been having it running for a full week now, you're able to view some of the results. And this is Facebook. We stopped. This is Facebook. Yep. So we're on the Facebook yeah. business suite. So you can run ads. You can also run ads on Instagram as well. But just for this example, we're just doing this for Facebook. So um, so last, uh, just like a precursor, what we, what we went over. We went over um, just getting the ad set up. And then so we're now reviewing the ad results. So um, in the meta business suite. If you access your menu, so if you access a more icon, the right bottom of the menu, you can select ads. And from there, you're actually able to look at all your ads that you have running. So if you tap on view results below um, the ad, you'll, you'll see the running, the ads that are running, you'll see the results who's being reached. So mm -hmm. you can look at that. So if you click on view results, then you're able to view results. So you can kind of choose. So from before, I kind of explain to you guys how you can choose how long your ad, how long you want to run it. You can either run it if you run as a smart ad, it, it'll keep running until you say, until you want it to stop. Um, and so with a smart ad, it gets better and better and it actually um, learns your audience over time. So Zach, do, do you believe that myth that, I mean, I know there used to be an industry saying that you run something for two weeks and it's dead. Is no, that no longer true? I don't think so. I think with, a, I think especially with a smart ad where it's adjusting over time, the longer you have the ad running, the better, the better you're gonna, uh, your results are gonna. You're so, gonna is, it, is it is it more strategically correct to run an ad longer at a lower dollar amount? Yes. Or, okay. I would do lower. I would do five dollars a day. Maybe you know if you're if you want to spend a little more, you can. But like I found that it's like five dollars a day is a pretty good amount. And, and what's the longest you need to run this ad before AI really? You know, since it's machine learning, and you said it's a smart ad. It's I would say it takes about better. a month. About a month. It takes, it takes about a month. Okay. And then after that month, you'll start seeing results, or do you think you'll see results beforehand? You'll see some results beforehand. Um, again, you can always check. So um, what I'm going to show you right now is uh, you can always check how, see how many people are actually visiting your site, um, what your turnover rate is with it, um, you know, see how many how many cents you're spending per person viewing your and, site. And what does turnover rate mean, Zach? A turnover rate means like, so if someone sees your ad, it's, it's basically um, seeing them kind of coming into your website or if they're not. Um, you know, viewing, so you can have like 17,000 views, but then you might only have a few hundred like link clicks or interactions with your post. So, so the turnover is someone interacting with it, someone actually doing something beyond just looking at it. And that's turnover. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if you select your ad, you can view results below and uh, see your, uh, you can see the ad running. Um, so you can view ad results. So if you click in there, you can view how many people have um, searched, have sent you a message, or how many people have been spent, um, how many, sorry, how much has been spent and how long your ad has been running for. You can also choose to pause or delete your ad from there. So you're able to look at how many people reached um, for this ad um, example, what we just did for uh, website visitors. So I was able to see how many people went onto the link after they viewed it. So we had 244 visits, unique visitors. From this ad? Yes, for this ad. We only ran this ad $5 a day for a month. And in a month, you got 242 leads. Yeah. And how many took action? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I'd have to check with Nicholas to see how many people. It's kind of hard to tell, though, because you'd have to ask somebody when they walk in, did you see us on Facebook? Correct. So 
Um, I haven't confirmed that with him, but it's hard to confirm, um, you know, who's coming. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we just added as part of the, when they're signing up for the trial, how did you hear about us? So it's oh, a okay. on menu okay. in uh, my studio, so. Yeah, I think we should get that set up with him just so we can figure out more, like who's mm -hmm. coming in off what. Um, but yeah, you can view ad results from here. And yeah, that's about it. So basically, yeah, your, ad, your ad clicks, if you, um, if you set your ad up for messages, you can also see your messages through there. So what are some obvious things that tell us an ad's not working? You know, when when is that ad, how is it able to tell us, you know what, you should change up your photo. Or you know what, you'll get better results with video. Or you know what, this copy has been used a billion times. You need to rewrite your copy. Is it that smart where it can do things like that? Um, I think just by looking, if you just are looking through the results and you're, you know, for what you're spending, um, you, your percentage, so your, your interaction, you know, your turnover rate, people like actually clicking on to your ad, there should be a percentage. So it should be at least 3% from, from views to I mean, clicks because the average rate's not even 1%. It's not one, right. not even one. Yeah. And that is still you're 3%. You're doing a lot better. Zach, I mean, why is that? Even back in the old days of yellow pages, and I know I'm, I'm dating myself, they would say that if you get 1% return on your investment for advertising, that's a good day. Mm -hmm. Well, it's because you're, shout, you're shouting to a crowd. So right. but with, with Facebook, it's a little nicer, though. So you can get a higher turnover rate because you're able to target people. So, I mean, with this ad, we got, a, we got like a 9% turnover rate. So do, do you think we shouldn't worry about that and then use that information to retarget? Is that where we're going to have a better chance? You know, I always hear about the funnels. Funnels were the big things. Now, every digital marketer is going, funnels are dead. Funnels are dead. Have you noticed that? Mm -hmm. Funnels are dead. SEO doesn't matter. They're taking this whole kind of- oh, SEO matters still. I know it does. Trust SEO me. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. You know, I want to come up on the first page. We post, we post consistently at our Google. Mm -hmm. you know, I get that, but you know how how can we really feel empowered to move this thing, Zach? When we're looking at, at at these ad results, okay, great. What do we do now? Like looking at what you see right here, what would you, as a digital marketer, do to tweak this ad to get better performance? Um, I mean, I think we, I think the photos I used were pretty good. Um, I think you know there there was a few photos I think we could have been shot a little better. But as far as I think the what really um, what really should get people drawn is the copy being used within the post. So for, for this example, we we like for the click to learn more, we had the copy next to each one was like it didn't say like, oh, learn martial arts or, you know, learn a roundhouse kick or, you know, earn a belt. It's nothing to do around that, but it's more about feeling driven. So, you know, reach your goals, be, build confidence, um, feel part of a commu strong community. Like th that type of wording, where people people feel some sort of some type of way about it, and also yeah, some emotional that. connection, right? Yeah. yeah, good composition. I like the logo you can see on the back of the uniform. It's mm -hmm. obvious it's an instructor. You know, the kids facing the camera, smiling, having fun. You know, action stuff. Uh, I'm gonna tell you guys, I, I just lose my freaking mind when you guys keep posting stuff and there's no action or there's no facial expression. You know, you're shooting it far away. I got to be really, really mindful of that composition of a photo or even within a video. You guys got to really pay attention to that, right? Yeah, precisely, precisely. So, um, yeah, so you, that's how you can view your ad results. Um, and you can also check how many how many dollars you spent. You can also, if you want to spend a little less, if you just want to spend a little more, you can also change that from there as well in the ad section.
Um, and then, so lastly on the Meta Business Suite I have is creating an, an event. So if you guys have any community events going on, or if you have a parents' night out you want to promote more to the community, you're able to use the create the event section on the Meta Business Suite. So to access events, you just tap on the more icon on the right of the bottom menu and you can select events. And then from there, you can click on events. And then you can create events. Um, so you just tap on create event at the top center of the screen. And then you're just able to enter your event information from there, um, such as um, if it's online or if it's in person, the event name, event date, location, description. And then you're able to review it. And then once you reach, um, once you reach the review of events screen, review all your information, you can also enter a link for people through admission. So if you have a link, maybe if you have a Bitly link or if you have a link through your My Studio app or something, you're yep. able to do that in too. So people can access that right away. So they don't have to go on to your website or something. And, and where does that go again, Zach? Tell them. Um, for the for the um, admission. Mm -hmm. So you yeah you can enter a Bitly link. So um, with the My Studio app, if you guys have the My Studio app, well you're able to use, you're able to get a link through that app. Um, if you have, if you create an event, and you can actually put that link into into uh, Meta Business Suite's um, admission, where this is a section in the events. If you put it in there, then people will to click on it through the events page on Facebook once you create the event. Yep. Cool. So yeah, it's it's pretty nice. So people, it's pretty all uh, pretty easy, all in one place. People can click on there, and they're able to go right into sign up for admission. Yeah, and we use all of these things in our business, you know. And I can't tell you how much I feel empowered. Um, I often felt very disempowered and helpless. You know, when I would work with digital marketers, because I simply was told, I'm the expert, you're not, this tests really well, you know, yeah. look, you're only paying, you know, three cents per click. And I'd listen to all that jargon and it just came through from white noise because none of it educated me. And I think if I, I can learn about this as, a, as I'm spending money as well, it allows me that opportunity to be empowered. You know me, I, I personally run a lot of social media myself. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge advocate because I'm a storyteller. That's what mm -hmm. I do. Um, so I encourage you because it'll help you clarify your brand when you talk to your team, when you talk to a potential parent. Um, it will really help that tremendously. So it's just like anything. You're a white belt at this, you know, many people and just practice practice it. It's not going to be perfect. And like I said, I delete stuff all the time. All the, I did. I post that. What the heck was I doing at two in the morning? Right. And it's totally cool. It's not a big deal. No, just, again, I think like Conrad from respect martial arts, use that word analysis paralysis. We look at a post so hard that we do nothing with it or even worse. We don't think about it at all. And we post stuff that I'm like, why would you post that? Right. Why would you post that? So these are the nuts and bolts, you guys, but the psychology behind social media and you taking control of it is where I'm very passionate. And I hope you can get the yin and the yang out of this. Cool. What's next, sir? Um, yeah, so that, that's about it for that. Um, and then um, just one thing I want to add to the events too, um, and you can do this any post too. Um, you can also boost posts and um, boosting posts, like singular posts, um, it, it, can, it can be useful. I don't do it a whole bunch, but boosting events can be useful if you're just trying to get more people you know, into your event. You also are able to do the same type of thing as, um, as you can do with ads where you can target just a regional area. So if you wanted to reach more people, so if you had more of a community-centered event um, where you just kind of reach out to the general community, you're also able to do that with boosting the events. And you can also choose how long you want to run it for. So yeah. parents' night out event, maybe you're trying to reach a larger audience, you're mm -hmm. able to do 
that through both mm. boosting it. Someone once said that boosting is is a lazy man's way of running Facebook ads. It is. It is. That's why I don't use a lot. But this would be the only exception I would use it. It would be for an event. Mm -hmm. Would you consider at this point, if this event was something like a woman's self-defense workshop for the whole community, yep. physically running an ad for it? Yeah. Yeah, you definitely could. You definitely have a little more strategy behind it because, you know, um, you'd have to, you'd have to think about your demographic a little more. You'd have to, I would do it probably two months ahead of time and be running it, you know, yeah, way, way, way before you're actually having the event. Cool. Just so, just so again, like with those smart ads, you're able to target in on who exactly you're trying to get in, get in the door. Cool. For that. Alrighty, sir. What's next? What you, where are you going to take us to next? All right. So next we're going to go over just creating content. So I'm um, just um some tips over on um, taking photos, like what type of content to create. Um, we're going to go over Ripple just a little bit, which is one of the apps you can use on your phone just to create some simple graphics. Yeah. Ripple is cool. The Ripple is nice. Um, I, don't have uh, anything put together for Canva yet, but I think we can go over that maybe next time. Um, Canva is kind of a large beast because with Canva, it's not just centered towards social media. You can also do flyers. You can do handouts. You can yeah. do posters. You can do almost anything on Canva. Um, but Ripple is more social media focused. And uh, I think that, I think that kind yeah. of fits with what we're doing yeah, right Ripple, now. It's fast. It mm -hmm. animates things. You yep. know, it already positions the font. Yeah. Yep. Um, so let's see here. I'm going to slideshow this. So yeah, capture creating content for social media posts. So section one, we're going to learn how to capture content for your school. So how do I capture the best content for my school? You might, some people might be asking, how do I capture content? I'm not a photographer. I'm not a big videographer. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so it can be a little overwhelming at first. Maybe you don't know where to start. Um, so I just have a few tips. So how do I capture content for my school? So the first thing, if you have a smartphone, I'm guessing most people watching have a smartphone. They might be watching this on a smartphone. If you have a smartphone, you have um, unlimited capabilities as far as what you can do, um, especially if a newer phone. Um, basically, the cameras on, this new, on those newer phones are as nice as the cameras, one of the like, most high-end cameras that were out 10 years ago. So you know, not, not even probably 10 years ago, but you know, it's, the camera is just as nice. So if you use this in your smartphone, you have enough to get started. You can invest in, a, you can also invest in a phone gimbal stabilizer for smooth video content. And I think next video, we'll actually kind of talk about video and also video editing. But um, if you buy a gimbal, gimbal, you're able to use that, um, which is just a, it's a really simple device. Um, once you figure out how to use it, it's not too complicated, but it stabilizes your phone. You're able to use it to stabilize video content. Um, you can take photos and videos. If you take photos and videos on a consistent basis, that can always help because you're able to always go back and, you know, select content. Maybe you have a photo that's not relevant for that week, but if you do life skills, maybe you have a nice photo of maybe a kid that's like throwing, bringing their arms up. They look strong. Maybe that's maybe comp a good confidence photo. So maybe hey, you Zach, do you recommend one gimbal over another? Um, so DJI products are really nice. Um, I would say DJI is um, probably the leading end for um gimbals for action cameras that type of thing um i would use i would probably use the dji if you want to um, spend, spend a little dji more dji dji b1 yeah yeah that okay. one's good that got one's that good. everybody then make sure we put that in the comments and if you can find a link marco that'd be very cool too because i need to so, um, but one really important thing is taking photos and videos on a consistent basis. If you, if you have either, you can come in, if you have the time, I know a lot, a lot of you 
business owners, uh, small school owners, especially maybe you're teaching every day of the week. Maybe it's really hard for you to come in. Um, if you have the opportunity to just like maybe once or twice a month, if you're able to come in, spend most of the time is taking photos while someone else is teaching class, that always works great. Um, you can take a variety of photos and videos through each class and don't be afraid to get up and close in class. Don't just stand in the corner and just take photos the whole time. Try to move around, try to get some different angles, just get creative with it. Um, there's no lim limitations as far as what you can do. Just, uh, see what works. Some things will work. Some things won't just, um, try to take as many photos as you possibly can though. Because you, you you can take a few hundred photos, you're probably going to find maybe 10, 10, 10 to 15 good ones of all those ones. Cool. Um, so talking about landscape versus portrait mode. So those are the two ways you can shoot photos on your phone. Um, so with portrait mode, portrait's useful if you're trying to get a higher quality photo. It, um, you can also do the um, portrait mode on your phone where it kind of focuses on a subject. So that's useful if you're, maybe you're just trying to focus on one student trying to highlight a student, the portrait mode can work. But for most um, cases, when I'm just in my mom's school and when I'm shooting photos, I'm using the landscape mode um, just because um, it's a wider, wider aspect ratio. And then you're able to crop in on one particular um, subject if you want, instead of um, portrait mode is more limited. So you, it, like we were talking about last week, um, you can always take away pixels, but you can't really add pixels in. So. With landscape mode, you have just a lot, little more um, flexibility as far as at cropping photos in. Cool. So I, I would suggest mostly using landscape mode, unless portrait mode, maybe you just have, want a still shot of, of a student maybe staying with their parents, then that would make more sense for using portrait mode. But besides, besides that, landscape mode, I, I would use most of the time. Um, and then one nice thing I use is um, live photos. So this is um, this is a feature on iPhone. There's also another name for this on Android. It's not called live photos. I forget what it is, but this is basically the same feature, basically where if you have live photos turned on on your phone, um, you're able to go back later, mm -hmm. and you can actually choose the frame exact frame you want. So it also takes a small short video of that photo, and then you're actually able to choose the frame from that video, small like five second clip. Which um, so if you're taking more of an action shot, this is really useful because sometimes you can't get the exact moment you want, so you're actually able to go back and um, kind of go to the right frame you want to use for it. So if they're like, throwing a kick, they're throwing a punch, maybe it's a little blurry, maybe it's like maybe you shot it a little too late. You're actually able to go back and choose the correct frame you'd want to use. Yep. So I found that very useful. I use that all the time, um, and then I don't have to really worry about you know getting at just the right moment. I'm actually able to go back and change it if I need to. Yeah, especially um, with kicks and stuff, huh? Yep. With like getting especially. perfectly timed, it just it's really hard to do that. So yep. especially delay, especially because you're not using a standard camera. So there's a slight delay when you're tapping on the picture, picture button. Yep. So it so there's gonna be a slight delay. So instead of trying to compensate for that, you can just use slide photos and then you're able just to go back and change it later, which is really nice. Um, so yeah, just um, make sure the icon is switched to on at the top left corner of the screen with the live photos icon. Then you just go to your photos, go to edit and tap on live photo icon, then you're able to select the frame you'd like to use for that. So if any action type photo you want to take, this is definitely what I would use. I always just keep live photos turned on just so I don't forget. And how do you keep that live photo turned on all the time? Oh, I just make sure so it's like, hi, so if you, um, I can show you really quick. So on your phone here. It'll be like, it'll be right on the, um, you can see here. Because I notice sometimes my stuff is live and other times it's not. So it's not. So if there's a cross, if there's like a check through it, that means it's not on. But it's it, on the, right here. Yeah. Do we have a setting so it stays on all the time, Zach? Um, once it's on, it should always be on. At least for me, like when I opened the camera, it was on already. 
So it, for me, like it, it's always on. There's not a setting on your phone that you can that, that, that's like within your settings that you turn it on. But as long as it's turned on, if you change between like a video to photo, it might turn off. But yeah. mine's mine was on photos, so just make sure, just double check it, make sure there's not a line through it. If there's a line through, it means it's not working or it's not on. Yep. Um. So maybe maybe you guys are wondering. So maybe if you're small school owners, maybe you're really busy, you don't have the time. So what if I don't have the time to capture social content? So maybe you don't have the time to come in. Maybe you teach every single night of the week. You don't have time to come in. So maybe you're wondering. Well, now what do I do? So I would say, um, what uh, utilize your team. So if you have a so if you have a young adult team member who would be interested in taking photos or videos, definitely use use them. Um, you know, especially if people my age were we're on our phones a lot. We know like we're I'm not saying we know what we're doing, but a lot of people our age are pretty familiar how to take photos. A lot of a lot of us are on TikTok. A lot of us are on Instagram. Um, we've you know kind of grew up taking photos. You know, posting photos. Um, using social media in that way. So th these people already have a pretty good sense of like photos, what to look for. Um, so anybody who's younger in your team who maybe is available once or twice a month just to come in and take photos, um, just ask them, see if they're willing to. Um, also, they're able to contribute to to your um, social presence. They're able, able to contribute to your business in a way. So uh, yeah, they come in twice a month during class time to take photos. You can have them share the photos to a shared album on your phone. So you don't actually have to have them send you photos every single time. If you set up a shared album, um, they're able just to add it right to the shared album. Then you're able to access it from there. And then you, from there, you can select the relevant photos and videos you want to use from the folder to post. Yeah, so, we have them putting it in a Dropbox folder. Is there a, a faster way to do that, Zach? You guys been using Dropbox? Yeah. You guys have. You guys are using iPhones, right? Correct. Yeah, so here here's a simpler way where you don't have to go. You, you can use it all in within the app Apple's um, Apple's application or Apple's uh, software. So if you use a shared folder in iPhone, if you so I'll show you right here. So if you go to the, the the plus button on the top left corner of the albums in the Photos app. So if you just go to your Photos app and you just click on the plus on the top left corner, you can select new shared album, and then you're actually add able to add people with other iPhones into that shared album. So if you have another person using a phone, a separate phone to take photos and you just want them to add that to the album right away, they have the option to do that. And, so and where do you find that? I've got my camera open, Zach, where is so it? So go to, go, to, um, go to photos, go to photos, go to your photos app. Oh, from settings? Just go to photo, your photos yep. app, it's uh. Yep. All right, so if you go to, if you go to albums, are you in albums? Shared albums? Yep, if you, yep, if you tap, uh, Tap that tap, top yeah. left plus button. You're able to do new shared album, and then you can create one. And then from there, you can name the album, and then from there, you're able to add contacts to it. Got it. So you can add the number of the other phone or the other person who's taking photos, and they're actually able to add that. And then you're also able to add. So both you can add to that same folder. So that's just a free um, resource because I know in Dropbox, you'll run out of space eventually. So it's a re free resource through your iCloud account. Where you're able to just to do it through your phone, you don't have to use a uh, second-party application. Very cool. So I found that useful. Me and my mom have been using it for a while. It works really well. Um, and again, it's nice because I know with Android, with iPhone, it can get a little wonky. Um, you know, through this, you're actually able to edit the live photos through this way as well. So you're not really losing any, losing any of that, um, any of that content. Cool. I like it. <clears throat> 
Um, so you might be wondering also, how do I post consistent, consistently without becoming rep repetitive? So kind of what we we're talking about earlier, Brandon, where um, you'll see someone's, you know, captions like we're having such a fun time. And then it'd be like, it'd be like a parking lot with two students and they're just standing there. Yeah. Right? So it's not really engaging. Right. So it, it, um, it can be a little hard. It's definitely it requires some creativity, but um, there's definitely ways where you can post consistently. Um, so one big way you can do that is by using Kids Love Life Skills program. So if you're in, if you use Kids Love Life Skills, um, they provide you a plethora of ideas you can use for posting. Yep. Um, so there's plenty of content ideas. So you, each patch you're going over, so if you go over two patches a month, that's already two, two to four posts a month you can just use just covering that patch. Um, so you can use this to your advantage. You can take the opportunity to post about that patch and what that means and how it benefits your students. So we've done that with Journey. We kind of cover their patches. So we have a quote that goes along with it. Then we just have a short, short blurb below it, just kind of covering, you know, how that benefits the students. And that's the key word. You, you know, I, I know we love our martial arts, but really it's the life skills that we're able to do better than soccer or baseball yep. or anybody else that positions us as that investment. Yep. So it should be a commitment in your social media to make sure that you are doing that. I agree, mm -hmm. sir. Yep. Yeah, I think that, and I think the life skills, especially if your school uses life skills, I think that should be the forefront of what you're promoting. Yep. I really do think so because it, it it's kind of what you just said. It's That's what differentiates yourself from all the other schools, from other team sports and that type of thing. Whereas you're focusing on the patches, it's more, it more pertains to life outside of just martial arts. It, 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 um, it pertains to everything else as well. Yep. So it's something that, that, that the parents find very valuable. So definitely don't want to miss out on um, promoting it. So I've done stuff for hero martial arts as well. Um, so then we also have a collection. So you can also just promote a collection of photos. Um, so over time, if you start taking photos within your school, you'll have a collection of good photos for each program. So you can use the collection of photos to just promote a particular po program or service. People like variety. People like, you know, one photo is great, but if you have a few, four or five really good ones, if you're able to put them together, people like, people like to see, again, storytelling. If you have, you know, a photo of like maybe the beginning of the class, middle of the class, the end of the class, you know, students warming up together for that, like excellent kids with their students sort of warming up together. And then maybe they're doing a parent exercise. So maybe a photo of them working with their parents and maybe in, uh, another photo of them giving an instructor a high five, you know, that type of thing. You can also do that with uh, birthday parties too, or any, any type of thing you just want to promote. If you have a collection of photos, people are more willing to spend more time looking at it. Um, you can also do seasonal posts, reminder posts. So if you have your belt testing coming up, um, just promoting just promoting that, reminding people, maybe somebody hasn't been into class in a few weeks, this will kind of get them you know, back in. It's like, oh, this testing month, I need to come in. I need to make sure I'm ready for this. Um, you can also do that for if beginning of school year. I know school year kind of already started, but um, again, that's another seasonal post you can use where it's just you're promoting, like, hey, school is starting. Um, there's a new school year approaching. We're getting prepared for new teachers, new classmates, and possibly a new school. For most, it's an exciting time to make new friends and reach new goals. For others, this can be a certain time to interact with new people and have any deal with bullies. At Journey, we strive to equip all our students with the skills needed to be their very best while at school. We do this by building confidence, strengthening focus, and encouraging leadership in every class. Want to learn more about how we grow brave and spread kindness? Check the link below. So something like that. Um, you can also promote community events. So kind of what I was talking about earlier with the Meta Business Suite. Um, you can create an event through Meta Business Suite and then also just promoting it on your page. So making sure you're consistently promoting it um, and give it a event coming up. Um, also maybe throwing a contest every once in a while. We did a coloring contest here in martial arts recently where um, 
they were able to color, color in the hero logo um, with a 4th of July theme for 4th of July. And then the winner got a special prize. So something like that. So it gets people interested, gets people engaged. You know, school owners ask me this question all the time, Zach. How many hours a week should they be spending cultivating content to do three to four posts? What's three reason? to four posts a week? Um, mm -hmm. It's going to take it's going to take you some time. It's probably going to take I would say almost de designate an hour for each post. Maybe a little yeah, less. Than an hour. Right. So be mindful. I, I think the other thing with that is is we really think about what we're posting. You know, write down the composition, adding tags, whatever hashtags, the different things you want to do, um, animating it, writing copy. If you discipline yourself to one hour per per post, one you become a better storyteller, but two you'll probably put out something pretty decent. Yep. Right. Instead yep. of just randomly going live in the middle of belt testing. Right. Exactly. Yeah, no, there's a strategy that goes behind it. There's work that goes behind it. I mean, you know, with the tools like Canva, with the tools like Ripple, it does make it easier. Yep. But again, if you just use the template and you're not willing to put the time into customizing it, changing the colors, making sure the fonts kind of work with your brand, yep. it's still like it's going to feel off when someone sees it, you know, on social media. Does, does Ripple have a desktop version now? I'm pretty sure, yeah, pretty sure Ripple is desktop version. Yeah. Let me check it. It makes me crazy to work on my phone sometimes. And that's why I stopped using Ripple because it got more robust and I dig it, you know, but it was too hard to edit on my darn phone. Yeah, right? that's that's the problem. It is, it's nice, like you're able to do it from anywhere. That's like, that's a benefit from using it on your phone. But it, yeah, you're able to, you're able to access Ripple from online. So awesome. you're able to do it online. Cool. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. Um, you know, for me as a graphic designer, I'm, you know, all, all the stuff I'm doing is not even, I don't even use Ripple. I use Adobe products to do, do my design work just because I know how to use them. But, you know, for anyone who's entry level or just trying to figure this out, just trying to get something out there that looks, you know, semi-professional, um, you know, using Ripple, using Canva is a very good resource yeah. to use. But if you really want to get nitty gritty, if you really want it to dial in like branding wise, making sure everything is very consistent, you know, I, that's why I use the Adobe products because I have complete control over it. But I know it, learning the Adobe products takes a lot of time and it, it's, it gets really complicated. So I don't expect anybody to learn. It is. Photoshop is still a beast, man. Yep. Illustrator's a beast. Yep. So, yeah. so they're complicated. And, um, you know, I could talk about Illustrator for like three hours, but <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that'd be very, very useful or pertain much um, useful information. Nope. So. Um, that's why we're just using Ripple, Canva, you know, simple apps like that um, for, for just some, some, some simple graphics. Cool. And then so community events works. Oh. Um, and then also what we've been doing with Journey is we've been doing um, a student highlight posts. We've been just highlighting students. And I, the way I choose it, so people will be like, is this favoritism? The way I choose the students is just whatever, whoever, stu well, whoever student has a good photo, that's just what I'll use. I'll send that to my mom. I was like, hey, this is a good photo. Do you think we want to use it for a student highlight post? And then she'll just message the parents. It's like, hey, we'd like to highlight your student. And that gives a special touch to the students. It builds that connection. Um, you know, the parents really like to interact with these posts as well. We usually get nine to 10 shares with this post. So that's just free marketing. Yeah, very the parents cool. are just sharing that. Yeah, so, very cool. so that works really well. And <laughs> yeah, we just, we just talk about, we just highlight the student. We talk about their interests, what they're into, you know, what the favorite color is. We know what they like to do during the free time you know, um, what the favorite patch is, what the favorite technique is, like those types of questions. Very cool. So and that works pretty well. So and it, um, if it's a private group, how can they share it? Are they able to still share it? Well, we share this in journey, just the journey page. 
right. and then we also repost it on the on the private page, the group page. But the parent would share it from the from the public business page. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And then section three is using Ripple. So I'm just going to kind of briefly go over Ripple. Um, so what is Ripple? Ripple is an application that can be used for designing graphics and social media by utilizing templates. It's basically sim simplified, that's what it is. So using templates, you're able to drop a photo in there, you're able to drop your text in there, you're able to change your font, all that type of stuff. So I'm gonna go over it. So step one, you're just gonna go into Ripple and you're gonna show, um, it's gonna show you um, some, ta some tailored templates you can use. Um, so we will tailor, so what it says is we'll tailor your home feed to match the needs of your business. So you're just going to choose a few tags uh, if you want to. Um, the only one I selected was health and fitness because that seems the only one that pertained to martial arts. Uh, if you don't want to, you just don't select any of those. Um, then from there, you're just going to create your account. So you're just going to sign in through Apple, through Facebook. And the third step is to set up your brand. So from there, you're able to drop in. So if you have a logo on your phone, um, you can drop in your logo from there. And you're also able to choose your brand colors from there. So that And that will automatically incorporate into all your posts, any post you create, which is really nice. Yep. So that's the, that's the one thing I do like about Ripple compared to Canva is like Canva, you choose a template and that's kind of what it looks like. And then you have to go in there yourself. And like, if there's any elements you want to change, then you have to do that. Like with this one, at least the colors um, are consistent. And also the logo will always be in every post too, which is nice. So that, so it kind of takes a few extra steps away. They don't, you would have to do like compared to Canva, you'd have to do that. If you wanted to add a, the logo, you'd have to go in and add it yourself. If you wanted to change the colors, you have to go in and do it. So that's one nice thing about Ripple is that you can you can set your brand colors and that will automatically be incorporated. Well, yeah, and as far as brand identity, I think it's imperative, you mm -hmm. know. And and I get it. It's seasonal, Halloween. Let's do an orange one. It's Christmas. Let's do you know red and green. I think it's so important to try to stay within your brand yep. colors, yep. no matter what you're doing, because that sense of consistency builds the familiarity, which cultivates trust. Right? Mm -hmm. Cultivates trust. So be mindful of that. Right. People tend to change their, their colors all the time, depending if it's 4th of July yeah. or Labor Day yeah. weekend. Really, you're better off using your brand colors. Definitely. 100%. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, because people people see that. And also, you know, with those colors, you know, if there was a thought that went into your branding, those colors have meanings behind them as well. So you want to make sure that that's attached to every post you have. You want to mm -hmm. provoke that. What are the psychological so green, with journey, green, journey, green journey's colors, green and black. So green represents growth. So green, green represents go, growth. Um, it represents togetherness, represents, you know, nature. Yep. Um, and then black represents being bold, being strong. Very cool. So. And there, there's a whole wheel, color wheel for that, you guys, that yep. branders use, that yep. ad agencies use, right? That provoke that. Why do you think every politician wears a blue sports coat with a red tie and a white shirt? There's psychological meaning behind that, yep. right? It's not by coincidence. Look through history. So when you're choosing brand colors, be mindful of that. And that's why when I walk into the school and it's just a hodgepodge of different colored uniforms. And that's why we only use one T-shirt, a black T-shirt with our logo. We don't venture out and do pink and blue and mm -hmm. yellow and orange. We don't do that. We stay right within our brand colors and we cultivate that. We're even, you know, Redoing the mats, getting rid of the green tatami mats now and going with gray, which is a derivative color, right? An expensive project, but it makes so much more sense as we begin to refine our brand. We're getting rid of all the colored pictures and going black and white and really saying, you know, making that statement, this is one martial arts. 
Right, so. And that just strengthens the value of your brand even more when you're doing yeah. all those things. Because exactly. people will see the, the consistency with everything. Everything should but work. I mean, but Zach, why in our industry do we pay so little attention to this? It's because we're a young industry or, or it's they're too busy selling us sales scripts and how to close contracts. I mean, I don't get it because everything I study outside of our industry, your brand and creating the brand identity, the logos and extension of that, the why, the culture, it's just huge. I mean, some companies won't even open their doors and they've spent millions of dollars creating a, you know, culture and a brand and, and everything. I, I, I don't get that. I think it's like, I, for me, I, I think it's, there's like two lanes of thought, you know, with running, you know, a martial arts school, it's either you're more sales focused, you're focusing on the products, you know, the experience, like not even the experience, but just, just general martial arts you're teaching. And then there's, then there's the experience you're trying to offer. You know, you're trying to offer experience. You want your, your whole experience to be cohesive. You want everything to work together. So I think the, the lane of thoughts like either, you know, branding doesn't matter, sales matters, or is branding matters and experience matters. I think they both matter. Mm -hmm. You know, and selling isn't really selling anymore when, when you are very clear on your purpose and your why, because selling becomes communication. Yep. And the communication is the investment in the relationship. That, hey, you know, you have needs and I believe I can say it's no different than dating somebody, right? Yeah. You have a need, I can fulfill it. Great. You want to hang out with me? I mean, it, it's, but if you have to sell yourself, honestly, it's probably the most unattractive thing. And I say this to people all the time, because you know me, I'm so big on investing in the relationship. Imagine if on a first date, all you did was tell that girl how wonderful you are. <laughs> I don't know things to say. <laughs> Right. I mean, it's horrible. You, you yeah. laugh because, but see, people don't compare that to their business where it really is. It's all about that relationship. And I'm just amazed that, but I, I think it's the awareness. And I believe that's what we're trying to cultivate here is that sense of awareness, folks, that your brand is so important mm -hmm. and, and you're constantly refining that brand and refining mm -hmm. it, and refining it, and refining. We just, you know, refined our logo a little more. We didn't go completely out of our lane, but Zach, you know, tighten up our logo, right? And and those types of things, that type of mindfulness is why a big company like Facebook can change their name to Meta and go in another direction. They understand the power of a brand, so they're not afraid to rebrand because they know that little shift can just be have a huge impact on, on the whole culture of the company. Yeah, no, there's definitely a um, great way behind your brand. Um, there should be a lot of thought that goes in your brand. There should, and your brand should be an investment too. Yeah, you don't mean a silhouette of somebody kicking is is oh, like man. we use? No, please, <laughs> no more, no more of that. No more. You're gonna blend right in with everyone else. No one, no more silhouette of somebody. Also, kicking, what does that communicate? You're you're showing basically just communicates. We do kicks here. Yeah, we do kicks here. Like okay, not much different than any other martial arts school. Yeah, well, you no, don't know no. what you don't know, and that's right. why people. I'm big on this education. What's next? All right. Then from there. So again, so after that, after you're basically go through setting up your brands, you know, creating your account, um, it's going to offer you to purchase Ripple. So premium just gives you more access to more templates. So maybe I would just maybe suggest just doing the free one first. If you like what they offer, if you want access to more templates, you want a little more um, freedom, then you can do the monthly subscription. But again, that's up to you. Um, then from there, if you go into the search bar, so within Ripple, there's a search bar in the top. If you go to it, you're actually able to search templates. So um, just for this example, um, I did a testimonial post for my mom. 
So I, I just looked up testimonial and then there's a whole plethora of testimonial templates. And I was actually able to find one that was custom towards a gym testimonial. So I used that template. And then you'll see from um, on number six, I, there's a photo. This is the photo that was already provided for it. So that was the, um, that was the stock footage. That's not what we ended up using, but um, I thought that just worked well for this type of post. Yeah. So from there, you're able just to, um, from there you're able to go in and if you just tap on the, um, tap on the text that's already put in there, which is just the text that was used in the template, you're actually able to tap in and actually able to add your text. And you're also able, able to change your font from there as well. And those stars, was that part of the template? Yep. Already? The stars were part of the template. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, easy. So it's really, yeah, again, it makes it really simple. Makes Before it really that easy. time, we either took a screenshot or could you remember trying to line up five stars? Yeah. Oh, I've done, it. I've done it before. I've, I've done it a time, Zach. I've done screenshots of Facebook like reviews, so like Facebook comments. I've done screenshots of Facebook comments and then had to like Photoshop it, you know, add it over and then put it an overlay of a photo, you know, put it, you know, nice color overlay. And it's just, a, it, it takes time. It takes a lot of time. This is a lot easier, it works really well. Um, you know, it like, it looks very professional. And also with a lot of these templates on ripple as well, which is really cool is you're actually able to choose a static. You can choose static, which means it's not a moving graphic. It's not a motion graphic, or you can have it be a motion graphic, which is cool. So it's a little more interactive with. Well, with and, I mean, you guys look at the one on the far left and look at number nine, look how we've moved that into, you know, a customizable executed brand and that's why i think a template like this is acceptable you know me i don't like templates and stock photos and you know generic copy but look what's done look at the transformation yep. from what started out as a template to what you see in number nine yep so number Again, six is a template and then we changed the font that font i don't think fit with journey martial arts brand so we just changed it you know we added the we added a, um, a different font that fits more of the brand you know, we added, we had the text, we adjusted the text size as for it to fit better. And then, you know, we, we entered the person who, who sent the review. So we had all those things, you know, we had added, added a custom photo. If you tap on the photo, you're able to change it. Um, and you, you just, you know, on number eight it says replace, manage, just click replace and then, or tap on replace. And you're able just to switch out the photo, um, with whatever you'd like to choose. Um, preferably, you know, a good composition, <laughs> good composition, uh, a good photo that's focusing on some sort of interaction with the student or something instead of just i see a lot of photos where there's like a photo way backed up and it's just like a whole class and everyone's doing a different technique and it's really complicated um it you know with people like people are gonna get confused by that people are not gonna really understand what's going on um i think it's better to focus on maybe like two or three subjects three at the most so two one or two people two to three people you know a little, a little more close up close up um you know it's not as confusing Focusing on one technique, focusing yeah, on you know, especially on a cell phone, right? When you're staring into a cell phone, it just looks like a blur because you got this wide angle shot. Yeah, really think about composition. I mean, even look at the template. Look at the the shot they have there. Don't you think some some type of thought went into the composition of that stock photo? Even that, yeah, absolutely. Yep, all that matters. All that's really important. Um, and then from there, you're able to just uh, number ten. So the last step. Um, from there, if you just click, you can either choose to share to social media or um, to save to the device. Um, from here, I just like to save to my device because from here, I actually will save it and go into my photos. And then from there, I'll actually go to MetaBusiness Suite and do it from there. Because um, kind of what we covered last week, there's just a little more, um, there's a few more options you can choose MetaBusiness Suite. Um, this will actually, so you can also schedule posts through here if you have the um, premium. But again, you can do this for free on MetaBusiness Suite. So 
And, and how do you move that from Ripple into you just download so, it and upload yeah, it? Yeah, so if you, if you have Save to Photos selected, yep, yep. it'll just automatically save your photos. And then from there, just go to Meta Business Suite. You know, if you want to schedule a post, if you want to post it right away, you know, you'll find that right in your photos album. I dig it. I dig so it. That's Ripple. Ripple is pretty simple to use. They have a lot of templates to use. Also, which is nice is, um, you know, based on the tags you select when you first set up your account, there will already be templates that are kind of custom towards fitness, towards the like type of like vibe, the type of um, branding you kind of want. So, which Very is kind cool. of cool. So. All right, Zach. So where are we going to pick it up next week? Oh, on next Friday, I'm not here because I'm in Hawaii. TJ's getting married. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So, so the week after that, where do you want to pick it up? Um, so the week after that, we can kind of talk about, we can talk about Canva and then we can also talk. I think Canva's a great one. I think Canva, we talk about that. We can probably kind of dive into, um, not just social media, but we can also dive into like, um, templates in general, cause you're able to use, you know, prints, you're able to do posters, you're able to do a lot of other stuff as well. So we can kind of just say, kind of just go over Canva as a whole, like how it can be used. And then we can also cover, um, some, uh, video, some video editing apps as well as using the uh, gimbal. Cool. Yeah. That's a big one for me. The video editing apps. There's so many of them out there and, and, you know, I'll be in the middle of working one and then I do something wrong and I lose all my work and we've all lost our work, right? We've all done that. And, and I, it'd be nice if there was something for video editing that was much like ripple, something a little tighter, faster, cleaner. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there is. Cool. Yeah. Hey Zach. Um, so do you have the dates down April 15th through 18th for next year for balance? Yes, I do. Awesome. Because I'm definitely going to invite you out again. You know, I'll offer you the four day in exchange for that, sir. And you come oh, out and keep you. doing what you're doing, man. You just you. keep doing what you're doing because I think, you know, the empowerment, right? I really believe what I lack in money, I can make up for in creativity. And mm -hmm. we're all creative souls, but we don't believe that. And with a little learning and little expression, maybe we can do a mod in the four day where we sit down and say, together, we're going to design this in Canva. Everybody open up your app, you know, your computer, let's yep. go to town. And I, I think that would be an, a whole nother level beyond the presentation. I and think so we'll, too. Yeah, we'll take Monday workshop, morning. Great. yeah, maybe we'll take Monday morning before we go on the hike yeah. and we'll sit there and go into one of these platforms. And so people feel even more empowered, a real hands-on experience, people where we're all open to Canva together and we design something together, right? And maybe pre-frame it, you know, have six photos sitting, set up your Canva account so we're not wasting time and, you know, we're going to go to town. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out. We'll yeah, that'd be out. awesome. We can, yeah, we can basically go through, go through that whole process stop um, from start to finish. Cool. From creating the post, graphics, to scheduling it, to getting on Facebook. Cool. All righty. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yep, sounds great. Sounds great. So folks, you see, I, I mean, I'm just really big on empowerment and growing up when money was short, we had to figure stuff out. I mean, we had no choice by default. We couldn't call a mechanic. We couldn't call a plumber. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have YouTube videos. And I'm going to tell you, you don't need a smartphone to teach you you're smart. And I know everything's built for convenience. Everything's built for that. But there's nothing more empowering as an entrepreneur and a small business owner than to figure things out. You know, one time I, I fixed a freight extension cord and I posted it. But the reason it was so significant to me, because I'd never done that before. I never put a new plug at the end of a broken extension cord. Never, never, ever, never, ever. So what I mean with that and, and, and the aha for me is that you've got to be a learner. 
then you have to be open to learning. And that Kaizen theory of constantly wanting to learn can only come from a place of humility. If I think I know it all, right, or I, I make so much money, I, I, don't, I can't be bothered with that. It's useless. It's a useless mindset that's only debilitating. So to be a learner and to allow yourself to figure things out, make mistakes, fall down, get up, is so important. It's so important. So please. Don't disregard that as, as we go through this. You know, somebody said, well, you know, is he a huge digital marketer like da-da-da-da-da? I said, that's irrelevant. Some of the best people I've ever worked with coming up in music and stuff was the young, hungry college kid, right, to shoot my videos. Or the sound engineer in the recording studio that just had new innovative ideas. Do not discount that, right? Just because somebody says they've done A, B, C, D, and an F. There's brilliance everywhere and you are part of that brilliance and never forget that because if you realize you are brilliant, then you'll be constantly investing in being that light. Cool. All right. So, hey, let's thank our spans, my spancers, my spancers. Where am I from? We have Market Muscles, My Studio, Kids Love Life Skills and LC Accounting. I do want to invite you out to balance. It's time live balance. There's only 20 spots, only 20. And um, I just gave one to Zach. And in exchange, he's going to come out and give us some learning. And we do know Jed Jones uh, just signed up as well. So there's 18 spots left. And that is it. You know, the discipline behind that event is 20 people, four days, intensive learning. So get signed up. Make that commitment now for next April. You don't want to miss out on that. Cool. And we posted the link down there in the comments. Well, so next Friday, I'm not here. So hopefully the wisdom team is going to take over so they can I say to teach something is to learn it twice. So anytime I have the opportunity, they're at a high level of learning in, in working with me. So it's time they start teaching. So hopefully next Friday, they're going to pull that together and they will teach. And then I'll be back the following week, hopefully with lots of videos and stuff of the build out and all that. And I'll post stuff from Hawaii too. It's a huge milestone that TJ is getting married. And, and I'm very excited about that. Cool. All righty, folks. I am. Brandon Beliso, where do you find me? Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Subscribe to my podcast, Success Never Sleeps, Mindful Meditations. Who's following me at Instagram? For everything else, go to brandonbeliso.com. Success Never Sleeps. Until we talk again, you go out there, live your best life.